Hello, I'm Rupert Bell with my latest Racing UK radio podcast. First up, reflections on Futures Champions Day at Newmarket last week. Well, on the face of it, there didn't seem to be a standout future champion on show. Twelve months on from Frankel, it was unlikely that that was going to be the case. However, the Dewhurst did continue Jim Bolger's quite remarkable record in the race with his fourth win in six years. This time with Parish Hall, a son of Tia Philip, who was among his previous three. Sent off at 20-1, to 1, the juvenile beat home the fast-finishing favourite, Power, with most improved in third. Bolger believes his latest winner is up there with the best. He's right there with the previous three. As you probably know from the statistics, uh, Intense Focus has the record time-wise. I don't know what the time was there today, but he's right there with the others. I think this fella's chance of staying a mile and a half is at least as good a chance as um, a new approach has. Yeah. He wouldn't be certain to come back for the guineas, but we'll see anyway. I'll have a good think about it. But uh, I'm definitely looking on him as a derby horse. As Epsom and then the Curra. Bolger clearly believes he has now the horse to challenge and is a best price 20-1 to 1 for the Epsom Classic next June. The other big two-year-old winner was another long shot, 25-1 to 1 chance crusade. And I would venture to suggest the Aidan O'Brien runner was not regarded as among the best of the Ballydoyle two-year-olds. However, he did what he had to, but the victory does suggest it was a slightly substandard middle park. Now, the victory on a day that was a nightmare for punters that offered some early respite was Strong Suit's emphatic win in the Open. Richard Hannan's horse is off to the States to take on the great Golden Cover in the Breeders' Cup mile. Richard Hughes is convinced Churchill Downs will suit. He has tactical speed, like he flew the gate today. He wasn't standing that well in them, but he just hits them really quick and then you travel for sport. Uh, Pat tried to go as quick as he could. It'd take a, a very good sprinter to lead my fella now. So you think... A mission worth doing. That's what he's bought for. I think he's made for the place. Presumably he'll go left. You know, all, all his, anytime he used to come under pressure, he'd always go a little bit left with you. So we're going the right way around as well. You have to take the turn well, though, out there. And the way he's been running this year, though, he's, he seems to be going from, from strength to strength. That's the important thing. Well, we let it no secret how good we thought he was at two. And then we all know the problems he had. He's over them now. And now he's as good as we thought he could be. Going to be an exciting time then, the beginning of next month. It'd be nice to get a good draw, you know, and wing the gate and sit sit third. And just, you know, if he's good enough, he'd win. But away from the track, last week at Stamford Bridge in London saw the first Leaders in Racing conference. It's hard to judge the results, but my overriding impression was that all the delegates know the constant battles behind the scenes must stop and solutions found to the ongoing problems. And this was summed up by Chairman of the British Horse Racing Authority, Paul Roy. I think the product is, is not one of racing's problems. I think it's improving all the time. And I think there's so many initiatives and innovative ideas that have come out that will continue to take the product forward. And I think we're presenting it uh, better. I think we're presenting it to a much wider audience that hasn't been involved before, a younger demographic and so forth. A lot of this stuff, which is why attendances and so forth are up, I think that's great. Now the big issue that we have to address, obviously, big ones on funding, which is having the effect that it's having on prize money.
Will it be able to be resolved? I, I think it will. Two reasons for that. One is, I think, the the position, uh, obviously, with the levy is so critical at the moment that we, it simply has to be resolved. I think everybody understands that, both the betting industry and racing itself, and I think there's a big political will between everybody to actually do something now. I'm encouraged. That That's the key thing, the, 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 the will from the parties, because up until now, it, it's been like everyone seems to be pulling in different directions. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right, um, and I think that's, that's changing. Let's hope he has proved right, and let's also hope that this week's Kipco Champions Day is an unqualified triumph. So far, it has, in my mind, exceeded expectations. The stories this year have been wonderful, but whilst they would have happened anyway without the series, it has given the season a framework. From a purely sporting point of view, let's hope Frankel can set the seal on his extraordinary year. I can't wait for it. And don't forget, if you're not going, then Racing UK cameras will be. Enjoy your racing week.